Okay, you guys heard that, right? Yeah, sounds like it was coming from right behind you. Not funny. Guys, get it together. We're trying to do a podcast here. Hey, Boos. Welcome back to another episode of the Boo Busters podcast. Today, we are going to be discussing the ghosts aboard the RMS Queen Mary. Ooh, a ship moment. I don't think we've done a ship before. I don't think so either. Fun, fun, fun. We haven't done a ship, but we've done my shit. Yes, we have. We've talked about your shit quite a lot. I'm sorry, everybody, for the TMI that that brings can, upon. Can anyone give us a count? How many times have we talked about Emily's shit? <laughs> Too many to count. <laughs> How's everybody's week going? Eh, I've had better. The beginning was rough, but now it's getting, it's good. It, it's good. Yeah, mine's been okay. I can't complain. Depressed. We decorated for Christmas. <sighs> Yes, day. Merry Christmas. Well, not quite yet, Bob. <laughs> not quite. It's yet. December first. It's Christmas. <laughs> True. <laughs> it's time. Oh God! I, every time I hear, um, <laughs> that's Loki. Like I like it, but that's one Christmas song I'm like done with by like November second. Yeah. <laughs> they they just play it way too much. <laughs> I should do that sound on a TikTok of me running to the bathroom. <laughs> yes. Yes. Do Was it. that another shit reference? No, definitely not. <laughs> should we just get into our pre-topic? Does anybody else have anything to add or no before we get into it? Let's get into it. Okay. So I figured like since we're on the trend of turning iconic kids characters like Pooh Bear and the Grinch into horror movies. Really are, though. We could discuss what kid movies we think would make good horror movies. Like adult horror movies. Like scary adult horror movies. Scooby-Doo. You know, Scooby-Doo would be a fun one. Zombie Island, if I would be scared shitless. Yeah, that would be a good one. (laughs) Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. Ooh, that's already scary, like, just by itself. True. If they actually <clears throat> tried to make it scary, shit your pants material. Ugh. What about Beauty and the Beast? Ooh, I feel like they've already kind of done something oh, like that. Oh, kind of a bit beastly. Yeah. 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 What about Roly Poly all week? He's small and short and round. I was going to say him. Willy Wonka being turned into a slasher movie. Ooh, that would be good. Wouldn't that be fun? That turned me on. <laughs> oh no! I'm kidding. I just wanted to get you guys' reaction because you guys are out of. Oh no! <laughs> you can't. You can't. But wouldn't that think. be so fun? That would be fun. That would be. Somebody that would be. That. It'd be like saw, but with candy. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that would be fun. Um. What else? I'm really drawing a blank because I'm like, I know they're making Bambi into a horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> How are they going to do that? What are they going to I need to Google this later. I don't know. Because that's kind of weird. Like, is Bambi going to be like cannibal deer? Yeah. Like, what is going on that's, here? That's... <laughs> <laughs> Let's Google this real quick. <laughs> Bambi horror movie. What about... The Lion King. Ooh. 
Bambi to become vicious killing machine in new horror movie. That's the headline of this article. <laughs> what about the cat in the hat? He just goes around and kills children. Ooh. Damn. <laughs> That's a little dark, Bob. What about... And Bambi isn't? <laughs> <laughs> True. Hmm. It doesn't really give like a lot of details on. Let me Google be... popular kids movies because I can't think of any right now. It just says Bambi's going to be turned into a vicious killing machine. That's rough. What about Toy Story? That would be scary as fuck. <laughs> Monsters Inc. <gasps> Ooh. Ooh, that could be really good, actually. Right. That's um... a good one. Ratatouille, but it's just Ew. plague infested rats. No, I would not. No. Um, the Polar Express, but the train they're getting on is actually bringing them to like hell. That's a little <laughs> for the bad kids. <laughs> oh fuck! I'd be on that train. Pitch that. Pitch that. I'd be on that train. Those motherfuckers are going to hell. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Shrek. Ooh. Shrek would be scary as fuck. Ooh, he's already a little scary. Get out, Miss Swamp. I think I'd be more scared of Donkey, though. Yeah. Donkey can be a cannibal. What is it with me and cannibals tonight? I don't know. Wrong Jumanji turn, could be a good one, too. Jumanji would be scary as fuck. Mm-hmm. That'd be a good one. Mm-hmm. Damn. We're giving these people all these ideas. What about holes? But the premise of it is they're not digging holes, they're fisting holes. That's I knew. <laughs> I knew it. I knew she was gonna go that way. Like it's gonna be some kind of like I thought that I she was freaking... being so serious. No, I knew I looked right at her and I knew. Like it's she not was... necessarily a horror, but like it's kind of like it's a human like a, centipede. It's like a, it's a it's sick a horror fuck. comedy. Yeah, it's a sick fuck. <laughs> Movie. Like Zombievers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Thank God. I thought we were being so serious. I knew it. I knew it. Okay. I'm not, I'm on all of this game right now. What about Smart House? (laughs) That could be a good one. That could get kinky. Smart House. Yeah. Do you guys remember that movie Cowbells? Yeah, I hated that movie. I did not like it. Mm -hmm. I feel like it was always on too. And I was like, why the fuck is this on? (laughs) You would say that. (laughs) <laughs> like sorry Ellie and AJ but that was not a good movie it was not <laughs> The Labyrinth is a kids movie I thought it was yeah. Lord of the Rings The Labyrinth is not Lord of the Rings honey Stuart Smart Little mm. he gets adopted and he murders his whole I also family. hated that movie it's kind of like an orphan thing <laughs> yeah. yeah Emily used to make me watch Stuart Little all the time I, I liked the first one I hated it <laughs> You know what movie Brooke made me watch all the time? So it was Payback. Mm-hmm. The fucking little vampire. Oh, I loved oh, that movie. That was a good one. I haven't watched that in so long. Because it's bad. No, it's so good. I loved <laughs> it. <laughs> Don't be rude. Do not, do not hate on that movie. It was a good movie. Why is The Princess Bride considered a kid's movie on this list? I mean, it is kind of a kid's movie. The Wizard of Oz is a fucking kid's movie. Kind of. My ass. I wouldn't that know. scared me when I was little. Bobby. E.T. is a kid's movie. <laughs> e. That e. thing looks like movie. a fucking wiener. 
She's not wrong. But um, next movie night, we're making you watch Wizard of Oz. So. <sighs> I thought we were going to watch the second Christmas story. We already watched it. It was we're gonna, great. Oh, we're going to watch that, too. Oh, no, no that's okay. <laughs> no, what's going to happen, Bobby, is we're going to FaceTime you on, like, a Sunday morning, and we're going to watch a Christmas story. And then we're going to watch a Christmas story, too. And, and then, then we're going to watch Wizard of Oz. And then we're going to plot the storyline for Christmas Story 3. And then we'll take a break from that. And then we'll watch Wizard of Oz, finish that. And then we'll come back and finish our storyline for Christmas Story. And 3. then the next day, we'll watch Phantom of the Opera. Yes. That's <laughs> and that um, movie is like three hours long. I'm down with Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> None of the stuff I fucking impulse bought on Black Friday has come yet, besides my vacuum cleaner. You bought a vacuum cleaner? <laughs> I bought a cordless vacuum cleaner. <sighs> yeah, I don't know why either. Did I used Amanda's and I thought it was fun, so Wait, I paid $130 for it. What's that? Did you buy anything on Black Friday? Yeah, nothing What'd I can speak of, though. Oh, Is it for us? I got that I got that thing for <sighs> Emily. Oh. You know that thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. That dildo? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. It's, it's a big one. Bobby, the gift I wanted to get you is fucking sold out everywhere and I'm ready to fucking kill someone for it. Uh, Can we discuss something else real quick? Yes. Beforehand. And I know we're not a true crime podcast, but did you watch the Casey Anthony interviews, Bobby? I didn't. That was my plan on Saturday night. Okay, do not watch it because she it literally doesn't say anything that she hasn't already. Watch said. a recap on YouTube. There's like a fuck ton of them out now. Oh, because what? you will be so pissed off watching it. Like Brooke and I barely made it through the second episode. It's three episodes. And I was ready to fucking go to Florida and whoop her ass. Whoop her. Really? Like she literally does not give. Like I mean, not that I was expecting her to. But she basically just, like, says everything that she's already said before and, like, accused her dad of being the one well, that did it. the story of what she came up with of what happened is completely different, different than the story yeah. that her prosecutor said during the trial. So it's like... Oh. And she literally... You? And the thing, she's like, I'm a liar because my dad used to lie all the time, so I learned it from him. And I'm like, bitch, then you're not fucking telling the truth. And literally. And he also... She also accused him and her brother of raping her. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. Or I, yeah. And then, um, basically, I, I'm going to spoil it for you because it's all over the internet anyway. Mm. What she said happened was she fell asleep with Kaylee in her bed. And when she woke up, she couldn't find, she woke up to her dad saying, Where's Kaylee? And they were like running around the house searching for her. And then he, went outside to the pool and found Kaylee in the pool and she ran out and he just had Kaylee in his arms soaking wet dead. And she took her and collapsed to the floor. And then he was like, I'll take care of this. And it's basically saying he disposed of the body. And for those whole 30 days that he was telling her Kaylee was alive and that Kaylee was okay. And she was with like somebody else or whatever. And it's like, you literally held her dead body. So why are you saying yeah. that he was saying she was okay? Like, And why would you not go sense. to the police and be like, yo, something's fucking fishy here. Right. That's one yeah. of the things was um, I was watching. So I watch YouTube on at work. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Um, uh, the medical examiner who worked on Kaylee's body. I was watching an interview she did. And she was like, regardless of if that is how the child died, which she was like, which I can say she didn't die by drowning. You 
a mother would still call 911 to see if there was hope to get the right. child back. She's like, I've had crackheads who were high on crack with their children who have drowned, who've still been able to call 911 mm-hmm. to get yeah. their children help, even if the child's been dead for however many minutes. She's like, they always call 911. Yeah. So it's like, it just doesn't make sense. And it's frustrating that Peacock gave her that platform to just like, yeah, you all right. those lies and like accusations and shit on. And like a bunch of, because like, pe- she's obviously making money off of it. Mm-hmm. And like, obviously, people are watching it. But a bunch of people are like boycotting it and like boycotting Peacock. Like, I saw a bunch of people canceled their subscriptions. Yeah. And honestly, same. Like, yeah. to be quite frank with you, you can get Peacock for free mm-hmm. if you watch ads. Yeah. So I'm like, why am I paying $70 a year to the streaming service one that i don't watch mm-hmm. and two yeah. that just gave a murderer an actual platform right to spread really. lies and like supported her yeah yeah like they literally marketed it as though like she was done wrong like mm-hmm. this whole time and like she's finally telling the truth and her story's coming out like it wasn't like a a subjective piece like it was a yeah. piece where they were trying to show how innocent she was like everybody yeah. they interviewed and stuff were people who supported Casey and like mm-hmm. were on Casey's side. And I'm just like, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, what? Guys, should we do yeah. a true crime episode sometime? I don't know if we want to talk about her. Not her, <laughs> but like, I would get so heated so fast. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it could be fun. I think it would anyway. be fun to do the Black Dahlia. Ooh, that could be really fun, actually. Also, Anyways. can we sidetrack on another thing? Of course. Um, Bobby, have you seen the Idaho murders? No. <gasps> How have you not heard about that? It's all over I've just, right now. I've like literally just been working. <laughs> so, like, it was actually like I believe on Brooke's birthday, yeah, or the day after, four college students were murdered in their house in the University of Idaho, mm-hmm. and they don't know. They have like nothing like they don't know if it's a serial killer they don't know if it was a targeted attack one of the girls had a stalker um like he literally broke into their home or whoever it was broke into their home sliced and diced sorry for the insensitivity there um and like brutally did it it wasn't like just a quick one and go like he like they like had a time with them that's crazy yeah so it was two girls upstairs and then a girl and her boyfriend downstairs and they were all murdered and like they don't obviously know who did it and like everybody's speculating all these things blah 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 and they're not releasing much information yet because obviously the guy is still like or the person is still at large but it's scary because like one of the girls was calling her ex-boyfriend like hours before because like they went out to the club and stuff and People were like, oh, she was just drunk calling him. But then people were like, oh, she was calling him to be like, that's my killer. And then other people were like, oh, she's calling him because, like, she wanted help. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't think any of that makes sense. I think yeah. she was she was probably drunk calling him. But, like, I saw something earlier, and I think that I, I sent it to you, where it was, like, the person was like, I think that they know who did it, but they're just not saying anything so that uh-huh. the person that did it doesn't know that they're on them. That, so this is what I was thinking about the other night when I couldn't sleep because I haven't been able to sleep lately. Um, imagine being in the shoes of that killer. So I saw a video. It was like 
the FBI thinks that the killer attended the vigil, which is so like criminal minds. Yeah. So yeah. But people do that in real life. Right. Like, that's so they're disgusting. like, the killer probably attended the vigil, mm-hmm. which is what is going through that person's mind? Because like, if that was me, not saying I would ever do such a crime, mm-hmm. but I would, if I ever hurt anybody in like a serious way, I'd be having a panic attack. Like yeah. immediately I'd be no like chill. freaking the fuck yeah. out. No chill. And like, I wouldn't be able to function. But the fact that they're able to potentially function and go to a vigil for these like students and like be in the public and be like haha i'm getting away with this it's so fucked up to think about and that's on sociopathy that, like, that is terrifying mm-hmm. people are crazy yeah it's just it's my thought yeah and there's like a lot of misinformation being passed around a lot there on the case and it's just like please stop it yeah put the booze on the case but I'm also like, it's been a while now. And mm-hmm. like, they still haven't really released much. And I'm like, pretty pleased find who did this and get them off yeah. the road. Because like, they hired, like, the state police is like monitoring the campus and stuff now. But like, I would stay home. And yeah. I would I not was, go back. If I was semester. a student there, I'd be like, I need to like go finish home. this offline or like, yeah, it, is cra- like it is crazy how long it takes. Yeah. Right. Because pe- a lot for... of people are also comparing it to Ted Bundy and like, mm-hmm the attack he did at fsu or whatever it's just like scary i track off of that brooke did send me a tiktok about the boy in the box yeah yeah that they like found him or they yeah identified they him. identified him finally yeah, yeah. what box well the, it was like this really old true crime did you case. send it to me yeah oh, i haven't gone through my TikTok about yet. a little boy who was found dead in a box and they didn't know who he was, was. it a trucker the trucker found him I don't remember who it was, but I can't remember exactly. It was like 1957 or something. Yeah. I feel like yeah. this sounds familiar. I'm sure Kendall. Did. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say I think Kendall yeah. did a video on it, but they finally identified him. But That's... I don't think they said who. That's sad. He is yet. Side note: Do you remember when that private investigator contacted mom and was like, "Did anybody in your family go missing?" I forgot about that. Like, did we ever tell you state? about this? I don't think so. I don't even really remember what happened. So you got to tell. So it was a couple summers ago. I think I was in college still. Um, a private investigator contacted mom, her sister, and her brother. And we're asking them all sorts of questions because there was a missing person whose DNA matched like our mom's father's side of the family, like distant, like father's side of the family. And the guy was like, or do you have any cousins or like any aunts or uncles who have were like suspicious that somebody was missing? Because like we have the body of a 19 year, year old or whatever, like male that's never been identified. And we have his DNA, but we're trying to match it or whatever. And like there was like all sorts of speculation because I think one of mom's like distant cousins I'm not going to say they had, like, a son that went missing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, he, like, just disappeared. Yeah. Like, it, like it nobody knew where he went missing, but, like, nobody knew where he was. Or, yeah. Or, like, what he did anymore. But, like, nothing ever came of it because we couldn't provide, like, actual. Yeah, like, we didn't have enough stuff to. Right. Yeah. And we, like, for a while thought it was, like, a shits and gags thing. Mm-hmm. And then we, like, Googled the guy and he was, like, a serious private mm-hmm. investigator. And we were, like, and we were, like oh, fuck. <laughs> oh. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. He like found us or found her through like ancestry or mm-hmm. whatever. That's like, because she did like the, I think they all did yeah. like the 23 and me. Not wild. Oof. 
20. But the person had gone missing like way before. Yeah, like, like a long time Our ago. uncle was born and who was like the oldest kid. So like they didn't really have much. That's bonkers booze. Yeah. Should we get on into the history of the RMS Queen Mary? Uh, construction of the ship initially started in 1930. However, due to the Great Depression, work on the ship had to be halted. Same. <laughs> Get it? My yeah. Great... <laughs> I was just going to say, literally due to my Great Depression. <laughs> oh, work on my life had to be halted. <laughs> anyway, construction continued in 1934 with loan money from the British government, and the ship set sail for the first time just a few months later. Why did I not realize that this was a British ship? Yeah. The ship was named the RMS Queen Mary after Mary of Czech, who is King George V's wife. Interesting. When was this made? 1934. Hmm. The name was kept a secret right until after the first launch. According to legends, her name was initially supposed to be Victoria, but due to a miscommunication when company representatives asked King George V if they could name the ship after Britain's greatest queen, he assumed they were talking about his wife and stated that she would be delighted. Could that is Oh, shit. That is such a me thing. To, like, I would do that. Like, you would be like, oh, I'm going to name this after the funniest person alive. And you'd be like, be like you'd be naming like, yeah. it like something random. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm just so honored. <laughs> like, that would literally be That's me. That's so awkward. <laughs> Company officials always refute this story, though. So who knows if this even is true. I bet it is. It definitely is. It definitely is. <laughs> In its heyday, the ship would run five days a week across the Atlantic. During World War II, the RMS Queen Mary was used to transport troops. The ship was remodeled and painted gray, which earned her nickname, the Gray Ghost. In 1947, the ship was again remodeled in order to resume passenger service. Some of the most notable guests who have boarded the ship include several different presidents, Elizabeth Taylor, Fred Astaire, the Duke and Duchess of Windsor, and Winston Churchill. On July 24, 1967, the city of Long Beach, California, purchased the ship for $3.4 million. Damn. The ship had been sailing for 31 years, had traveled over 3.7 million miles, and it carried over 2,115,000 passengers. At the time, though, air travel was becoming more popular and people were losing interest in traveling by boats. Yeah, seasick. Lame. I could never. You get airsick too, though, so. Not nearly as bad as seasick. seasick. Yeah, I barfed. That's true. On that boat. <laughs> the only good thing about being on the boat though is get that fresh air. Yeah, you can't get fresh air when you're fucking on the boat. And, and you airplane. can see whales if you're lucky. To be honest, we only saw their tails. Yeah, and it's back a little bit. Yeah, I was hoping one would uh fucking reach. Yeah, I was hoping one would literally jump up out of the water like a dolphin. Yeah. <laughs> On October 31st, 1967, the RMS Queen Mary made one final journey and arrived at Long Beach on December 9th, 1967. Now she serves as a hotel, conference center, and floating museum. However, the ship is currently closed for repairs. Damn. Getting into ghosts, there have been 49 reported deaths on the ship, and there are supposedly over 150 spirits that roam the halls of the RMS Queen Mary. So let's get into some of the more notable specters. But that don't add up. I know. But <laughs> but only 49 reported deaths. So okay. there could be more. Okay. 
Starting off with the engine room, down there you can find the spirit of 18-year-old crew member John Petter, who was tragically crushed to death in 1966 during a watertight door drill. John Aww. was known, uh, well, he was being a bad boy, so. Oh. John was known for slacking off, and that unfortunately contributed to his death. During the drill, the doors closed on their own to prevent water from getting into the ship if it were to sink. When this happened, John would often play games to see if he could make it through the doorway before it closed to shut. So you know those videos on, okay, I've seen a lot of these on TikTok where the bookcase is like, like yeah, that's kind of what the doors do. And he would like run through back and forth through the doors to see if he like could. Like this college yeah. library? Yeah. That used to give me anxiety at school. Yeah. So just imagine that. On the night of his death, he wasn't quick enough and was crushed. <gasps> yep. One of his co-workers uh, found him clinging to life with blood dripping from his nose and a blue face. The co-worker ran to get help, but unfortunately, John passed away from his injuries. His ghost appears dressed in blue overalls and can be seen with a scruffy beard. He's often wandering along the length of the shaft alley before completely vanishing by door 13, which was the door that he passed away by. That fucking sucks. Yeah. That's why we don't play stupid games, guys, because we win stupid prizes. <gasps> Taylor Swift 2? That bitch will copyright us. Yeah, sure. <laughs> How Love fun, you, Taylor. <laughs> a spirit that has been dubbed the White Lady roams the area in the first class lounge and has allegedly been haunting the ship for over half a century. She is dressed in an elegant white evening gown and can sometimes be seen dancing to music that only she can hear. Some even claim to have captured her on camera, and I have a photograph here by a model or former model named Dane Valentina. So if we all want to click on this so we can take a peek at it. And you might need to zoom in a little bit, but that's okay. Yeah. I have I'll post this on Instagram. I have thoughts, but like Do you see it, Bob? My link's not working for some reason. Do you want me to send it to you? Um text. Sure. Thank you. I need to know more information. Like, was that door open? Yeah, Is, I think the door was shadow open. possibilities, like reflections. But like she claimed that she was down there walking by herself and that nobody else was down there. Okay, like I can see the figure and I can see yeah. features. Like it looks like face. a person. Yeah. Well, actually, it kind of looks okay. like Okay. Like one, two, but. All right. I only see the one, the white one. Wait, do you see right there? Not really. But, anyways. But like. I oh. also could see that being like the door is creaked open mm -hmm. here and that's the white wall of the room. Yeah. Like I could see it like Yeah, that. and then it's just Okay, like all right. Yeah. I see what you're saying. So that's why I'm like <laughs> And it's also it's just she's trying to say it's a little girl. Oh no, no that's me. Um I'm always very skeptical of ghost photography though because I feel like it's so easy to fake. Yeah. But yeah, there's that. I'll post it on Instagram for everybody to see. That's pretty cool, though. Uh, moving along, there's the ghost that is commonly referred to as the tall man who haunts the common areas in the first-class suites. He can be seen wearing a suit and smiles at those who see him in the common areas. However, if you catch him inside the first-class guest rooms, he is a bit mischievous and will turn lights on and off and move stuff around the room in a frantic manner. Okay. So, no, we don't fuck around with ghost named the tall man. Tall man. Because at the first 
center I worked at, we had one that used to stand in the back I of remember the classroom. You telling me this. And we found out that the what it was built on there was like he like was called the chauffeur or something like that would drive Ew, these that's kids around creepy. and yeah yeah because we used to see kids there too. Ew, I fucking hate that. Yeah. Um. Anyways. <laughs> Thanks for the nightmare feel. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Both the first class and second class swimming pools are filled with stories of ghosts as well. Two women allegedly drowned in the first class pool and now their spirits remain in the area. They appear wearing 30s and 60s clothing and often glare at guests. <laughs> Mood. <laughs> in the changing rooms just outside the first class pool, a young woman was brutally murdered late one night and her spirit remains there to this day. There's a spirit mm. that has been named Grumpy the Growling Ghost lurking in the area under the stairs by the first class swimming pool. That's he, is, really not. <laughs> he is known to growl at visitors as they pass by this area, although the crew say that he means no harm. That's me. I, yeah. If I hear anything growling <laughs> at me, no. <laughs> done. The second class pool holds the spirit of a little girl named Jackie. She was around five years old at the time of her death and tragically drowned in the pool. Guests claimed that they could hear her splashing around, calling out for her mom and dad, and sometimes people reported feeling a ghostly childlike hand holding theirs in this area. This would be Brooke. <laughs> yeah, one. And Aww. she even occasionally responded to questions when she was prompted to. Oh, Ooh. That's a little creepy. Although these pool areas are not in use today, many claim to still hear the cries of the spirits who reside there. The ghost of a young boy who fell overboard haunts the ship as well. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, that that would be me falling overboard. In one of the rooms, there was an alleged murder that happened. A young woman named Dana was on the ship with her family, which consisted of her parents and her younger sister. One night after a long day of fun, the mother got Dana and her sister all tucked into bed and went into the master suite to sleep herself. When they asked where their father was, her mother said that he was in the lounge relaxing. A short while later, Dana woke to a strange noise. She peeked over to the bed her sister was asleep on and found a shadowy figure strangling her. When her eyes adjusted to the darkness, she realized that the figure was actually her father and that he had just murdered her younger sister. Damn. Yeah. She ran to the master suite hoping her mother would save her, but she found her mother had been murdered as well. Dana then ran to the bathroom in an attempt to hide, but her father was close behind her with a gun in his hand. Unfortunately, before she could get the door shut, he shot her and then himself. Dana's ghost can still be seen in varying areas around the ship, but mostly in the room where she met her untimely end and in the second class pool area. God damn, that's depressing. Poor Dana and her family. (laughs) Except for her dad. Fuck him. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Lastly, one of the other most notable areas is room B430. This room had such a bad reputation that at one point it was actually torn apart. Everything was taken out of there and guests were banned from going inside. Oh, shit. It was eventually rebuilt and guests were allowed back inside for a time. In this room, it is reported that the beds shake, faucets turn on and off, airy voices can be heard, shadow figures can be seen at the end of the beds and peering out from inside the closets. No, thank you. Strange knocking sounds are heard and guests report being poked or grabbed by ghoulish hands. I'm out. I don't want to see anybody looking at me from a closet. Fucking same, bud. (laughs) (laughs) The RMS Queen Mary has a lot of moments in pop culture. Starting off in 1966, there was a movie titled Assault on a Queen in which a group attempts to stage a million-dollar heist aboard the ship. 
A replica of the ship was constructed to serve as the exterior scenes of the Poseidon Adventure in 1972. In 1988, Unsolved Mysteries featured a segment on the show in which host Robert Stack discussed the legend surrounding the ghost aboard the ship. In a 1998 episode of The X-Files titled Triangle, the RMS Queen Mary is used as a set for filming. A 2000 episode of Scariest Places on Earth featured a segment on the ship. In 2005, the TAPS team from Ghost Hunters visited. While there, they debunked some claims that the water heater and pump don't work and spirits cause them to move. Jason and Grant concluded that they were both fully operational. They also debunked claims that spirits unmake the bed, stating that the camera they left in one of the rooms was tampered with, and they believe that guests aboard the ship do this and claim it is the work of spirits. That sucks. Yeah, that's kind of shitty. They did, however, experience some stuff that couldn't be debunked, such as hearing a little girl's voice in the swimming pool area, Grant being touched, and random cold spots. They determined that their findings are inconclusive as a lot of the supposed activity can be logically explained. Yeah, makes sense. That's no fun, though. The ship was mentioned in the show Arrested Development in 2006. The Ghost Adventures team visited in 2014. During their investigation, they experienced hearing a creepy feminine laugh, seeing light anomalies, seeing a full-bodied apparition of a man on the catwalk, hearing unexplained banging noises. Nick was pushed at one point and captured various EVPs. Ryan and Shane from BuzzFeed Unsolved Supernatural climbed aboard in 2017. Ryan was terrified from the start because of a previous experience he'd had on the ship where a plastic bag on the counter in the bathroom of his room moved. Which that was stupid. (laughs) <laughs> well, I'm thinking with that, they're on a fucking ship. Yeah, it's, gonna, it's in gonna the move. water and probably yeah. moving. <laughs> but why is so, that me though? <laughs> yeah, yeah. While there, they heard unexplained noises, and Ryan thought he heard an eerie voice at one point. And then, lastly, in 2021, Josh from Lights Out podcast did an episode on the ship. Interesting. Quite a few moments there. Oh yeah, there was. Are we ready for my boo crew moment? Scare the shit out of me, Cookie. I don't know if it's going to really scare you. I mean, it probably will, but... Anything scares me. This is a story that I found on the Scary for Kids website called The Keyhole. Did you hear that, Emily? A hole. Ooh, love a hole. Not as good as your holes. Just kidding. <laughs> Emily. <laughs> inappropriate. He went there. I did. I encouraged it. I encouraged it. Oh, sorry, booze. <laughs> okay. A man went to a hotel and walked up to the front desk to check in. The woman at the desk gave him his key and told him that on the way to his room, there was a door with no number that was locked and no one was allowed in there. Especially no one should look inside the room under any circumstances. So he followed the instructions of the woman at the front desk, going straight to his room and going to bed. The next night, his curiosity would not leave him alone about the room with no number on the door. He walked down the hall to the door and tried the handle. Sure enough, it was locked. He bent down and looked through the wide keyhole. Cold air passed through it, chilling his eye. What he saw was a hotel bedroom, like his, and in the corner was a woman whose skin was completely white. She was leaning her head against the wall, facing away from the door. He stared in confusion for a while. He almost knocked on the door out of curiosity, but decided not to. He crept away from the door and walked back to his room. The next day, he returned to the door and looked through the keyhole again. This time, all he saw was red. 
He couldn't make anything out besides a distinct red color. Perhaps the inhabitants of the room knew he was spying the night before and had blocked the keyhole with something that was red. At this point, he decided to consult the woman at the front desk for more information. She sighed and said, did you look through the keyhole? The man told her that he had, and she said, well, I might as well tell you the story. A long time ago, a man murdered his wife in that room, and her ghost haunts it. But these people were not ordinary. They were white all over, except for their eyes, which were red. <gasps> ew. Ew. <laughs> ew. Wait, what? Why was that Because right? <laughs> they were albino, I'm assuming. But their eyes were completely red. Albino people have red eyes? Sometimes. Emily's like, I'm out. (laughs) Oh, that's scary. That gave me the heebie jeebies. So she was staring back through the keyhole at him. Yeah, she fucking was. (laughs) Yeah, I would not be okay after that. No shit and bricks. I'd be like, time to not look through any more keyholes. (laughs) I wouldn't even look through a keyhole in the first place. Yeah, I probably wouldn't either. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Going back to the Queen Mary, what do you think about the legends surrounding it? Do you think it's haunted? Do you think it's not? Sure, why not? It seems like a fun place. I think it seems interesting. I I will say that I like that the TAPS team debunked some of the stuff that goes on there. Yeah. I think that it probably could be haunted, but I don't think it's as haunted as they make it out to be. And I think that a lot of it can be explained away as guests just messing with shit. Absolutely. What do you think, Amiboo? I think it could be haunted, but I think it's one of those notorious haunts that like everybody like freaks out when they yeah. go there and they make such a big deal out of it that it's, and kind it's really of like, not. It's kind yeah. of like what's that effect that you talk about where it's like enough people think it is like happens. Oh, the is it the Tulpa theory? Yeah. Yes. But that's with more like if you believe Medical something. Creatures true, and yeah. stuff? But like it's the same kind of like it's the same thought process, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you start like to I don't want to say hallucinate, but like make things but like your mind plays tricks. Especially bigger than it is. You gotta think about it. A lot of people probably go like and they stay the night and they they're staying up like all night to like experience stuff. So they're probably tired. Mm -hmm. And then their mind starts playing tricks. Like I don't doubt that there's things there, but like is it as haunted as they're saying? I don't know. Right. Yeah. I agree. Next week, we are talking about The Beast of Bray Road. Ooh, I feel like I've seen this movie. It's a werewolf. Yeah. What are your thoughts on today's topic? Did we miss anything? We would love to hear from you, so please DM us. Don't forget to give us a follow on Facebook and Instagram at boo.busters.podcast. Also, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. While you're at it, tell a friend. Tell them to hop on the Boo Crew train. Choo choo. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye. Peace out.